Oh yeah, it's almost that time. Welcome to another episode of BJ and Coffee. There's Bill, I'm Jim, and yes, we're both drinking our Death Wish coffee. Thank you again to our non-sponsor for having awesome fucking coffee. Hell yeah, and I did find it. Hey, Mitch, just so you know, I did find it at Walmart. <laughs> Wally World, home of everything. <laughs> well, not always. Yeah. I generally avoid the place whenever possible. I'm more of a Target guy myself. I was in, I went there last night, and I had to do some more Christmas shopping last night. And I'll tell you right now, I was kind of disturbed. Dude, I, I will say this. I actually, it's funny, because Target has a, a Starbucks in it. Um, I got sent out today uh, for our Starbucks run, and the guy looks at me, he says, anything for you? And I looked at him, and I said, do you have Death Wish coffee? He goes, what's that? I said, I'm good. <laughs> so he, he finished his cash. And he says, seriously, though, what's Death Wish Coffee? So I had to explain to him what Death Wish Coffee was. So he might be checking it out. He's like, I said, it's the strongest coffee in the world. He says, really? He says, stronger than what we've got. I said, just about guaranteed. He says, how is it? I said, fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just as the manager's walking out, and she's like, what's that? I said, Death Wish Coffee. She says, oh, my God, that is really good coffee. It's like, yes, there's another Death Wish fan here, even if you do work at Starbucks. <laughs> well, the other day I was doing my truck run, and I remember I told you that uh, I gave one of those uh, K-Cups to one of my customers, actually. Yep. And uh, he came up to me, and I was delivering his uh, – just, just before I got on the back of my truck to give him his uh, shit that he wanted, that he ordered. Fucking assholes. Anyways, he comes up to me, and he shakes my hand, and he goes, oh, my God. I'm like, what? He goes – that was the best fucking cup of coffee I've ever had in my fucking life, man. See, and people think we're smoking stuff. No, you gotta have this. It's it's that good. I'm like, I'm like, you liked it that much, huh? He goes, yeah. Where the fuck do you get that shit? I'm like, well, you can get it at Walmart. I'm like, you can get it at Tops. You can get it at Wegmans. I said, and if you really want to, you can go online to deathwish.com. And you can get a subscription, so you save a little bit more. Exactly what that's, I told him. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Every 30 days, I get a 50-count box of K-Cups, and life is so good. So, yes, I actually think that he really loved it, and he was probably going to get some more. That's always a good thing. So, yes, they don't sponsor us, but, yes, we let everybody know about it all Exactly. The time. So, Deathwish, if you hear this, you know, just think of us. <laughs> um I may actually tag them when I post this one, just for shits and giggles. Go ahead. <laughs> tag them on Facebook. Um, tag them and bag them. Actually, though, speaking of tagging, I, I know we're probably going to get into something similar to this before too much longer, but I had quite the interesting Twitter conversation between yesterday and today with um, John G. Hartness, who's an author I, I like reading, well, listening to, because God knows I don't have time to sit down and crack a book, so on, one of the audio book series I like to listen to, and Jane Lynch, who I know she's been in a bunch of stuff, but anytime somebody says her name, all I can think of is the PE coach from Glee. Um, I, you, you can laugh all you want. I love that show because I think life should be a fucking musical. I don't care how it makes I, me No, sound. I'm not <laughs> laughing about the show. I'm just imagine, <laughs> laughing about because you're like, the gym coach from the from the TV show Glee. Yes. Well, it is, and I said, you know, I, I, and here's why I'm laughing about that. It was only because like I'm not picking on gays or lesbians or anything like that, but it was just funny because she looked like a fucking dude in that in that series. She well, really did. You know, it is what it is. I just I I said, you know, I always laugh because I I have um, I have 
couple of friends who are queer as $3 bills, love them to pieces, but we were talking about that one time, and I said, you know, honestly, I said, life would be so much better if it was like a musical, you know, there's like somebody randomly bursts out into song, and music kicks on, and you're just like jamming out, and I I'm said... I'm not doing it on the podcast. Not oh, right. no, me neither. I can't sing for shit, but I, <laughs> I'll still try occasionally, but the uh, they looked at me, they said, are you sure? I said, I'm positive, man. I am good with the vagina. <laughs> well, we could we could start a song called "Do You Want to Build a Snowman?" I mean, "Do You Want to Build a Snowbong?" Do you, Do you want to build a snowbong? <laughs> I will pack it full of green. We will light it and then hit it, and that's the last you've ever seen. <laughs> like I said, I'll try once in a while. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I had to go there. Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> That'll be my. That'll be on the BJ and Coffee Christmas album. <laughs> you want to build a snow bomb? <laughs> you. <laughs> Written by Jim Bellino. <laughs> but you know. Music <laughs> done by. Eric. Yeah. You know. Heyday. Heyday. Yeah. We'll have Heyday do the music for it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, back to the conversation on Twitter. It was interesting because. Um, it was it, it got it was talking about politics and uh, Elizabeth Warren was actually tagged into the conversation as well, which um, I won't go all like never mind. I'm just not going to go down that road because that's a twisted, nasty round of uh, you know trying to claim genetics that aren't there. But anyway, um, <laughs> are you talking about Democrats versus Republicans right about now? Not entirely. This this actually was very bipartisan. Um, the interesting thing to me was we all wait, kind wait, of wait 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 wait. wait. Politics that's bipartisan. Yeah, I know. What the fuck kind of world are you in right now? One where people actually listen to common sense. Believe it or not, there are those people out there. Well, that's um, true. I was very impressed with Ms. Lynch's replies. And honestly, for most of the time, we see celebrities spouting a load of you know, bullshit. But she actually has, seems to have quite a bit of common sense. And I, I, I like that. I mean... Props to her, and I, I enjoyed, you know, partaking in that conversation. What party line is she in? I have no idea. I didn't ask. Nobody asked who was what party. Um, but it was basically the biggest thing that came out of it. We all agreed that the only way to truly fix the government is to impose term limits on every freaking buddy. Well, Everybody. And, and I, 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 you know, I was like, I threw it out there, and everybody loved it. So I'm like, well, I must be, must be something right here. Including an asshole governor. Governor, I mean, honestly, let's face it, with what we see here locally, term limits should go all the way the fuck down. I mean, obviously, there's going to be places where it's difficult because, um, oh, what was it, that one, God, I saw it this past week, there's this one town somewhere in the Midwest where the uh, population is one, and the 85-year-old lady who lives there is the uh, postmaster general, the mayor, the judge, and pretty much everything else. <laughs> so there is she, there's no such thing as term limits there because she's it. <laughs> well, let's go move there, goddammit. it. Let me get two. Well, four, well, three if it's just you and me moving there. Yeah, that's true. Oh. <laughs> well, I had to bring the wife and the kids, so that would mean that would be, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Massive population explosion in the Midwest. <laughs> exactly. Oh, lordy. Hey, it's um, the Midwest. We could actually start a business out there. Yeah, we could grow cotton and have our own clothing business. <laughs> we could be cotton picking. 
<laughs> cotton picking assholes. <laughs> Everything that's going through my mind right now, the things oh, that I just want to shit. say, but I would totally get called racist right now, so I'm not even going to say well, it. I mean, growing up as a kid, cotton picking was always like one of those uh, precursors to you know going off on somebody. I, I don't know. I think people of a certain age will, <laughs> you will ever catch watch, that. you ever watch that video that uh, I think I sent it to you one time, remember? I think it was about a year ago. It was this guy that literally went off about how he was in school, and he was when he was in school. He's probably like now he's like eighteen or nineteen when he was doing the video. But when he was in school, he did a field trip when he was younger to a cotton plantation. Field oh trip. yeah. And he was going on and on. Now this guy was high as fuck. He was smoking weed through the whole fucking video. It was fucking funny as fuck. This is probably why I don't remember it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Hashtag stoner memory. So this, is black, so this black man is going off about how, like, you know, he was he had a great time being at a cotton plantation picking cotton as a kid. He comes home and he steals, he literally was stealing cotton, putting it in his pant pocket. He went home and his mother's doing the laundry and goes, hey, how'd you get cotton in your, uh, in your uh, pants? He goes, well... Mom, that was the best part, the best field trip I ever went to. She's like, well, where'd you go? She goes, we went to a cotton uh, plantation. She goes, you went where? Jesus. You know, <laughs> and I, it just got better after that. I, you know, here's the thing. Cotton, in and of itself, is an important industry in the United States. It, oh, it, it is. It is. And there's, you can't argue that. The Yes, there's an unfortunate history behind it. However... People need to get the fuck past shit because it's that attitude that's keeping this racial divide going. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're shit done? Yeah, shit was done. We get it. Let's move on. Because, you know, you can't keep moving forward when you're hanging on to the past. Exactly. Oh. Oh, Lordy. I. Well, I, I got to say right now that, uh, you know, my. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. My heart goes out to the Johnson family. Um. NASCAR lost one of its own uh, Friday. Uh, Junior Johnson, 88 years old, had uh, passed away. Oh, shit. Um, he was a NASCAR driver, uh, NASCAR car owner, and a convicted moonshine runner. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's he, awesome. He uh, spent a lot of time in the sport racing cars and being a car owner. Um, he was actually part of the founding father of NASCAR. Um, when he was in NASCAR, yes, he was arrested for running moonshine. So, you know, he lived a long life and uh, had a lot of fun doing it. But, uh, you know, my heart goes out to the, you know, the Johnson family and, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, they can make it through this Christmas season with, uh, you know, losing, uh, one of their family members. Yeah. I, I, you know, not, not to change it up, but we're going to lighten it up a little bit real quick. I heard you got. I heard about you getting kicked out of Hobby Lobby the other day. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they caught you dipping your testicles in the glitter. That's pretty nuts. That's, <laughs> that was not me. Pretty nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but it still wasn't me. I can tell you who it was. He goes by the nickname Inky. <laughs> Inky Blinky Dot. Um. <laughs> oh shit. So let's see. I, there was something else I think I was trying to find it here. I thought I sent it out in the messenger. And, um, Actually, I think you did. I think I know what you're talking about. Hang on. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now once I find it. Once my phone actually starts actually speeding up here a little bit. Um, if it does. 
you want to build a snowman a snowbong do you want to build a snowbong oh oh yes 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 uh, um hashtag thin line family so apparently you some of you may have seen this because it has gone viral um a um Linnell McGee James and Mar James were traveling through Texas uh Mr. James his uh brother I think it was um yeah his brother had passed unexpectedly and they were mm, en route yep. to the family and got pulled over on the way my guess is they were probably traveling a little quicker than they should have been and got pulled sure. over and uh it's they said it was in Texas, but I, I it's uh yeah, definitely Texas up on the patch. Uh Trooper Bates pulled them over. Uh he approached the uh let's see, pulled over for a non oh for a non speeding violation. My bad, my apologies, they were not speeding. I actually have to read. Um going through Madisonville, pulled over by a state trooper for a non speeding violation. He approached the car and asked where they were headed. They told him Dallas for a death in the family and uh, explained who it was and he said uh, do you know where he is and the husband responded yes at the morgue and the officer responded no he is now in his heavenly home um the officer asked for the id came back gave a warning and actually took the time to hold their hands and pray with them and i'll tell you that and, and here's the thing the officer you can see in the picture the officer is white the two people involved are black and I actually, uh, I actually found the video of that, but I can't remember where I found it. Well, I gotta I'm tell you, post it because there was an actual video of it, <clears throat> and uh, to see an actual officer uh, praying uh, for you know a couple like that uh, was actually very, uh, very moving. It, really it is, especially with all the racial tension bullshit that's going on today. I mean, this is we need more of this because it really shows that. Office, law enforcement officers are human beings too and they are not all i mean it's like any group yes there's going to be some bad apples in the bunch but they're the most of them all they want to do is get through their shift and go home to their family and obviously trooper bates was you know he's one of the good ones and we like to give him a shout out and thank you trooper bates for your awesome thin line family story um and you know what uh, since it's that time of year you know what Mr. Bates, if, uh, you know, for some reason you get a chance to uh, hear us on our podcast, uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Exactly. Um, keep up what, what it is you're doing for, uh, you know, that community you're in. I still think there was something else that I wanted to bring up, but I can't think what it was now. Well, unfortunately, I couldn't share the video today because uh, it was on a group that I found it on that uh, it was a closed group, so I wouldn't let you share but uh, in Camillus, New York, uh, the fire department out there is actually driving around with their fire, their ladder truck, mm-hmm. um, with a Santa Claus sitting on the ladder, waving and saying Merry Christmas to all the, you know, boys and girls that are, you know, standing outside or driving by and putting smiles on kids' faces. So it's it's good to see that a fire department involved in a, in our community, on the area, uh, just driving around and putting smiles on little boys and little girls' faces. Yeah, and um, actually, as this is our last regular show before Christmas. I um, you, You'll notice we're going to be kind of like holiday themed here. Um, oh, by the way, since we're recording this today, happy solstice, blessed Yule, whatever you want to call it. And uh, just remember the days only get longer now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, see, some people call it solstice, some people call it Yule, so I just celebrate the whole damn thing. It's a good excuse to uh, partake. 
period. <laughs> There's a bottle of Jameson waiting for me when I get home. Well, no, I just bought half a bottle. Oh, I was going to say, don't you have a new bottle that's in the car? Oh, that's that. No, that's for tomorrow. Oh, that's for tomorrow. <laughs> when we record the special. And we will have a Christmas show dropping on Christmas Eve. Um, and stay tuned because it's going to be hilarious. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I think it's going but, to involve some time traveling. In that, on that same note, though, I, I actually... Um, yes, Jim has actually figured out how to do some time traveling. Yes. Wayne's World, party time. Excellent. Sorry, I'm all good now. <laughs> um, crap, i got to find kids, this. I have not let the kids play with the device, though. <laughs> they think it's a fucking speaker. That's all they need to know. <laughs> um, posts. Trying to find, I saw this on Facebook earlier this week. Um, oh, here we are, here we are, here we are. I knew, actually, I shared it. Um, Santa Claus has issued a warning that some toys may not be ready in time for delivery due to some quote-unquote staffing issues at the North Pole. Uh, in a video recorded at one of his toy manufacturing plants at the North Pole, Father Christmas told parents, I'm afraid there's been a bit of a setback in production this year due to a number of ongoing issues with some of my more mischievous staff members. And as such, some toys won't be ready in time for delivery on Christmas Eve. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Hang on. I it. So the parents, if you guys were thinking you were getting that double-headed dildo, Shoot. it's not coming this year. Nope, never mind. This is that's not what I shared. What the hell? Um. Anyway, um. <laughs> dear Virginia, there really is a Santa Claus, and he said, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> so much for my Christmas spirit. <laughs> oh, oh, I posted that like ten years ago. That is awesome. <laughs> well, I have a story that's kind of uh, it's not Christmas related or anything like that. Well, I'll, I'll, I, I can tell most of it off my memory, but um, this was a really interesting story that somebody had written, and they had basically, they, their kids were getting to the age where they were understanding that Santa Claus, if you have kids, if you have kids around, uh, you might want to have them go out of the room to hear this for a minute. Um, I'll give you a minute. I would play elevator music, but you know, I'm lazy. Okay, now you got the kids out of the room. Yeah, now that you got the kids out of the room, they were coming to that age where you know they start to understand that Santa Claus isn't necessarily a quote unquote real person, and they wanted to you know basically break the news. So they said they told the kid, "Come on, we're going out for coffee," and they went to their local place and ordered their you know beverage of choice, and they explained to the kid that. Santa Claus isn't necessarily a, a quote-unquote real person, but that we are all Santa Claus, and that we, you know, the joy of Christmas is finding somebody that needs something and, you know, providing it, but not letting them know that you're the one that did it. So, you know, getting no accolades for it. And the story goes on to say that this kid, um, he was thinking hard on this because, you know, it was coming up to Christmas. And he noticed that there's a one lady, the old lady in the neighborhood that, you know, nobody really cared for because she was that grouchy old lady that, you know, if your ball or frisbee went into her yard, you couldn't go get it, those kind of things. Oh, I love those kind of people. And he noticed that every morning when she went out to get her paper, she she was in her bare feet. So he decided to get her a pair of slippers for Christmas. 
So he ended up, he saved up his money, went to the store, got her a nice pair of slippers, and wrapped them all up nice, put them on her doorstep uh, that you know, the night before, and like uh, Christmas Eve night, and kind of booked it. Didn't do anything, just left them there. The next morning, she came out, found him, took him inside, and he started noticing after that that every morning when she'd go out, she'd have the slippers on. She had no idea where they came from, but, you know, he just felt really good about that. And, you know, he's continued to do that over time, and then when his younger, his or her younger sibling reached that age, they went along for the talk, too, and they apparently both now are, they love to, you know, just pick somebody like that, and I personally, I, the only reason I'm telling that is because I think it's just such a great story. It's anybody that knows me knows I absolutely despise and loathe the holiday season. I love Christmas. It's the season I hate because people are just nasty. Exactly. Um, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not all nasty, but there's enough of it that, like, I don't like leaving the house much. Um, so, the, you know, to hear things like that, it just, you know, it, it bumps that faith in humanity up a little bit more. And it's, I think we all need to hear that. The, you know, sometimes it just takes that one person down the block, you know, you know, for whatever reason, maybe, you know, maybe they've had a tough time. Maybe it's just been, you know, what, even if there's nothing, it's just, you know, somebody looks like they need a little Christmas cheer, something yeah. small yeah. like and, that, and, you know, and that's what, that's what my wife and I did actually this year. Um, you know, and, yeah, I mean, everyone I did, it, you know, everyone I did actually for this year, which I don't usually do anything other than anyone that was in my house. I mean, they're all my, you know, everyone I did anything for was my friends, but only because <clears throat> everyone that's done stuff for us, which they're all been, they've all been our friends, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've never really, you know, and I want to show that, I, you know, we want to show that we really appreciate the stuff that they've done. So Lisa and I went out last night and, you know, we got Christmas gifts for all the ones that have done something for us throughout the year, you know, and, you know, I always said, well, we don't want nothing back. We want nothing back, you know, and I'm like, it's like you know what? I don't want anything back either. <laughs> guess what? Now you're getting it. Of course, we just found out she can't even afford to go shopping when we're freaking shopping for our friends because I usually make fucking jokes. <laughs> and of course, I pissed off somebody. You have learned well, young Padawan. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because I'm not even going to get into the story because I don't want to piss people off of those viewers. <laughs> viewers on a podcast. <laughs> Did I just say viewers again? <laughs> Son of a bitch. I mean, oh listeners, listeners, not viewers. It's all good, and we are. I am working on trying to figure out the best way to get the video back going again because it, it was. I, I was actually thinking about that today, and I gotta do some more research. I I've been doing some digging. I've actually talked to. I've been talking online to a couple of other podcast groups that do smaller podcasts and you know that do video with it, so I can try and figure out the best way to go about. You Son know, of doing a bitch! That, that death wish was so good. I've already drank all of it already. Mm-hmm. We're not even halfway through. Uh, no, not quite. Uh, we're only at 22 minutes. Son of a bitch. I mean, this is about how long it takes me to drink a bottle of wine, but... <laughs> I don't do wine. <laughs> I actually... I want, I want something fucking locked on. I want something stronger than wine. Well, I was debating... Why? Woo! Um, I scored, sorry. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> no, that usually involves fucking breaking a headboard. <laughs> well, it's okay. I... I was leaving the shop today, and I, I was giving my sister-in-law a ride home. And when I parked, because of the way they plowed everything, I parked right up against the snowbank, with the passenger side of the car up against the snowbank, so that there's space for the customers to park still. And um, when we were getting ready to leave, she's like, 
you know, she's like, oh, man, she's like, I got to wait. I said, ah, yeah, it's no biggie, no biggie. She's like, you got to pull out. And I looked at her and said, that's what she said. And she like, cracks up. She's like, you're an asshole. I was like, you're my sister-in-law. You should know this. You know? Oh, push my button. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> the best part was a couple years ago, my son texted me. He goes, oh, my God, guess what Grandpa just said? And I'm like, what? He said, that's what she said. I was like, oh, my dad's getting into that. Yes. <laughs> then again, my dad's the one. When he get, for, he, he get he and my mom got their first smartphones. Uh, they both went Android, and I showed them the Zedge app, which is like free ringtones and stuff. Uh, not a plug. Oh, not a. I mean, not a non. It's not really a plug. Yeah, but Zedge is actually a really good app. I used to use it all the time too. I, I, I got to redownload it again. I love it. It's where I get all my ringtones. And my dad was playing around with it, and of course, my dad, being my dad, finds the one ringtone that says it's like a PA announcement. The grocery store says. Will the gentleman with a 12-inch penis please answer his phone? <laughs> now, the, the worst part, you know, we, granted, we all got laughing our asses off. We're all adults. And uh, the worst part, though, is anytime any of their friends are over, and they're all, they're all up in their 70s, and he has to pull. He says, oh, you got to check out this app for ringtone. They get time about ringtone. Yeah, there's this app that Jim showed us. And, you know, it's called Zedge. And let me show you the ringtones you can find out. And, of course, he has to play that one every single time. <laughs> I, I was like, and, and when you're playing that with like you know a bunch of seven year olds, so much, some older ge- generation that age do not like hearing that kind of stuff. Oh no! They, fortunately, my parents have good friends and they have a good sense of humor. That's a good thing, <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, I gotta download that. Get actually bring on my phone so I can talk to people. I guess the uh, well, it's okay. I, I I like it because I finally changed my boss's ringtone, so I know when he's calling. Oh. Without looking at my phone, out. Is that, is, that, is that one of the ones where, like, motherfucker, pick up your phone, your boss is calling? No, actually, it's uh, the it's like a news intro. Oh, really? <laughs> well, considering the place I work is all news themed. <laughs> I had I had one one time that was, uh, oh man, I couldn't stand my boss. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm gotta find a ringtone for my boss is calling. And I spoke up and says something about like it would ring and then it'd be like, your boss is calling. Do not answer your fucking phone. <laughs> like, oh boy. Um, like, I better answer this to boss. I used to have an email notification. Now, I can't. I, I uh, no, no, I probably shouldn't now. But it was. Um, if we all remember the old AOL, you've got mail. Yes. I well, that. there was one called Hood Mail that I used to love. It was you. You. you you've got motherfucking mail, biatch. <laughs> I had that for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't really do that now. <laughs> Not in the people, world you're good. People frown on that. Well, back in the day when it was just me, my partner, and whoever happened to be in the ambulance at that time, it was less of a big deal. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't do that today. Yeah, today it's not so much. Um, ugh, damn. Those freaking liberals will freaking get you every time you turn around. Hashtag climate change. Look at all the snowflakes. <laughs> well, I got something that we can we can bring up real fast. Oh boy! I think you know where this. I think we know where this article is going to lead up to afterwards. That's what she said. Uh, 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 no, no, no. Tweak much? No. Uh, maybe. San Francisco police interrupt sex party involving midgets, Emmys, and a fountain of sperm. Emus. Emus. Oh, emu. Sorry. Don't you watch TV? The uh, Liberty Mutual commercials. Lemu. The uh, no, Lemu emu. Okay, so I'll read this again. San Francisco police 
Interrupt sex party involving midgets, emus, and a felon of sperm. 71 arrested. Yeah. Just real fast. I, I gotta say something on this. Has anybody ever watched fucking midget porn? <laughs> no, I can't say that. The closest I come to that is watching a video of a midget stripper. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to watch midget porn, it's fucking funny as fuck. I, yeah, I can't even. A midget I, taking a long-ass fucking dildo? Oh, my God. It's kind of funny. I, I can't even right now. Wow. <laughs> San Francisco Police Department interrupts a sec it interrupts an, an extremely loyed party early this morning in a luxurious a luxurious resident of the Presidio Heights, uh, Presidio Heights. Yeah, Presidio Heights neighborhood arresting 71 people seizing two boars and an, and eight emus. <laughs> what the fuck were they doing with boars? Well, boar is just a pig. The pig is the closest analog to the human body. Do you really need me to explain it further? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> On rubber crutches. According to the San Francisco uh, PD uh, spokes, spokesman, Lieutenant Doug Hardelison, uh, officers were dispatched on the site around 4 a.m. this morning after some neighbors complained about loud music and wild animals running out of their yard. <laughs> uh, lieutenant says the first police, the policeman uh, who arrived, described the scene as a mix between an orgy and a circus freak show, I and immediately even... called for backup. Backup. <laughs> uh, dozens of uh, PD officers were called on the. On the site to put an end, put an end and to the party and re, and regain control of the total total of 500 guests guests and catch the wild animal. Well then. Oh my God. Oh look, they even got a picture of an emu. <laughs> it, it took hours for the police to sort things out and and identify everyone, and a total of 71 people were arrested on various charges. Thirty-one of those of those arrests are minors, simply charged with underage drinking. But but some accused. <laughs> I can't even know if I can read the rest. Of this. I'm losing it over here. I really am. <laughs> uh, I, I, I read this one. It's it's definitely. Seventeen people are accused of bestiality and animal cruelty after the police showed them having sex with the animals and they, oh my god and all face up to 15 years in jail uh, okay I'm done yeah I'm I can't even right now I, I cannot even I, you know so there was actually videos of fucking 17 people actually being arrested for fucking bestiality and there was video of it you know, if you're going to do something illegal, don't put it on video. I mean, really. So what the fuck is wrong with people? I guess because they're midgets, I guess. I, I guess it's okay. I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, like, I can't even grasp the concept. <laughs> I can't be, even. Wait, wait, I got a quick question real fast. Could this be, like, classified as part of the Me Too movement? The Emu 2 movement? <laughs> Bestiality, that was a thing in the United States. We should be allowing it. You know... Put it out right at the end of, like, the LGBT... No, no, no. That's that's like the people that try to put pedophilia into that. It's like, no, that's... No, because you're talking about a group, you know, people that are involved in sexual acts with a group that... A group of beings, just because I have to keep it generic, because we're in 
including animals, that cannot consent to said interactions. And that's where he, I mean, personally, that's where I draw the line. Is, just, like, okay, okay. I mean, honestly, they have a picture I'm of an emu pretty, on here. How the fuck do they have sex with an emu? I, I don't know. I don't want to know. I'm happier not knowing. It, it's a fucking bird. Yeah. Yeah, it is. How do you have sex with a fucking bird? Who shove its beak up your ass? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm good. What, do they pull the feathers back or something like that? Did I, they shit out or something? Ah, it's weird. I, maybe they just like raw turkey. <laughs> uh, What'd you have for Thanksgiving this year? I had emule. Oh, my God. In the bedroom, bitches. I can't eat. No, no, just no. No, and some more fucking no on top of that, literally. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. I I have to take my glasses off because I can't even see that. This no. gives an all new meaning. This gives an all new meaning to the event that's happening here in Syracuse, New York of slutty bitches. Oh Jesus. Slutty bingo. Oh slutty bingo, sorry. You here's the thing though. I personally don't have an issue with that. Because I believe that and this is my personal opinion, is that any two consenting adults that agree to what anybody else, any, you know, other people might consider to be abnormal sexual activities, you know, that's their own business. I don't really give a shit. I mean, I, over the years, I did a lot of volunteer work with a couple of local groups that, you know, work with the HIV positive community. And I, I'll tell you, it was an eye-opening education. Were they me. having sex with animals? No, they were not. Okay, then. Just don't um, worry about that. No, what I'm saying is that I, I it really... I grew up very old school Irish Italian Roman Catholic, so sex was not discussed in my house. Um, mine either. Well, when as I got older, I mean, obviously, you know, as a, a teenager, I got I watched my share of porn, but still, there, there's this was this was this was my death of fucking growing up because I was a uh, you know I was brought up in a Roman Catholic family too. The only thing I ever got about sex was. My mother and my father saying, if you get a girl pregnant at the age of fucking 16, young man, you're going to be fucking kicked out of this fucking house and figure a way to raise a goddamn kid on your goddamn own. So, well, see, so, I mean, even, here's the thing, is I, I've figured out, I mean, I, I've, I've seen and heard and learned about shit that most people would just, I mean, it makes Fifty Shades of Grey look absolutely vanilla. Um, <laughs> it really does. And and honestly, it, just to make a comment on the side note, French vanilla at that. Yeah, <laughs> not, not even plain old vanilla. Um, side note on Fifty Shades of Grey. Anybody that's ever read those books, that is not a healthy BDSM relationship. That is spousal abuse, or you know whatever you want to call it. That is an abusive relationship at best. Come on, there's nothing wrong with whip chains and handcuffs. Oh no, there isn't. But there's it's the dynamic between the two people because really. Especially when you get into the you know submission and domination side of things, when it really comes down to it from a purely you know scientific aspect, the submissive person is actually the one with the power, because in a proper relationship they have the safe word, and once the safe word is said, everything stops. So technically, the submissive is the one with the power, uh, not the dominant one. And a lot of people don't you know don't realize it's that. You can have a healthy relationship like that. I was, I was. I don't know. Surprised. I never, never got into a relationship like that. Me neither. But I'm not. I, you know, I've talked to people, and I couldn't picture like you know telling my fucking wife to be like, you know what, bitch, get the fuck naked. We're having sex right now. If you don't like it, you can kiss my fucking ass. Some people like, you know, 
And it, it's not just that. I mean, it, you know, he gets the whips and chains, the restraints, the airplay, the gags. I mean, all of that stuff. And it's it's There's intriguing. Wrong with a good ball gag every once in a while. <laughs> Bitch, gag on my balls. No. <sighs> Sorry. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if you have a woman that is a fucking that screams like she's a fucking elephant or sounds like she's being fucking murdered, you might want to think about getting a ball gag. <laughs> Wait, where's Rocky? Oh my god. Oh never mind, he's at work. Whales much. <laughs> um but no, here's here's the thing. Um as long as the two there's two consenting adults that both agree to whatever's going on, there's no issue there in my opinion. I mean, if it's not your thing, it's just like I say about, you know, trans people, gay people, anything else. If it's not your thing, don't do it. Exactly. It's that simple. You know, two consenting adults having a good time in their, you know, private life is nobody else's damn business. Um, like I say, and it's, you want to add a third leg in the old man, it's your own prerogative. Well, actually, uh, PETA thinks you can add a chicken in, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I Actually... I, I'll have to pull that up and share that to the page because I got to admit, Peter's ad that says meat is interrupting your sex, it really looks like these two guys had a threesome with a chicken and it just blew their minds. It truly does. And the meme says exactly that, and I can't disagree with it because they're just laying there with a chicken in between them, and I'm waiting. The only thing they don't have is lit cigarettes. But then again, these days with the whole smoking thing, I can understand that. But I'm just looking at going like, what stuff? They should just had two vapes in their hands blowing a fucking cloud of smoke. <laughs> or thought of vape, I should say. <laughs> I'm like, what the ever-loving hell is this shit about? I really don't know. Um, <laughs> I can't go in on a PETA, but I have my choice words for them. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. The only PETA I give a damn about is people eating tasty animals. <laughs> uh, that's true, but I can say a lot more, but I can't. Um, and no, I was not taking a fucking hit off a fucking bong right now. Would you like to build a snow bong? We can pack it full of green. <laughs> and we'll spark it up and light it. Be the best bong you've ever seen. <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs> Later on, we'll get munchies. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's see. Oh. Sorry, I, I, gotta, I have to uh, yeah, answer a quick text. I'm trying to load up something real fast. <laughs> Is that fucking... Oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun! No, something I just pulled up on my phone, and I just pulled up Facebook, and it says, More than a hundred vintage sleds, snowmobiles, yep. uh, across the Mechanic Bridge for snowmobile, for snowmobile, the Mac... And it's literally a picture of Big Bird on a vintage snowmobile. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, speaking of large birds, Turkey, the country, uh, apparently has uh, picked up some machine gun toting octocopters with anti-recoil systems. Ooh. So they got machine gun drones now. Ooh. I'm like, hmm, Ooh. Skynet, here we come. <laughs> come with me if you want to live. <laughs> I kind of like this idea. I'll be back. Holy shit, that's a huge cat. <laughs> me, wait a second. Yo, yo tengo un gato negro en mi pantalones. 
<laughs> I forget what movie. I think it was Kevin Hart, though, but I forget what movie that was in. One of those funny-ass cop movies. But he, <laughs> I speak Spanish. That's what he says. It's like, you have a black cat in your pants. So I have this I have this one thing that I like on uh, Facebook called Whiskey Riff. And it's, they just posted this thing called The Breakfast for Cham- of Champs. And it's Fireball French Toast. I've heard about that. I am going to pull this up real fast because it sounds like it might actually be pretty fucking good. Fireball French Toast is the only way to wake up drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Man, a couple shots of that, man. I'm fucking fucked up. If you're not making your French toast with liquor in it, uh, then why not? The only way to keep the party going and make make that hangover disappear is with a a fluffy stack of Fireball French toast. Here's what to do. So here's the ingredients: six large eggs. Oh. Large eggs. Yeah. Okay. Unfertilized. So everybody, get, grab a pen of paper because you might want to might want to uh, write this down. I'll give you guys a minute to find a pen of paper. <laughs> okay, so ingredients are six large eggs, one and one fourth cups milk, whole or two percent, one cup fireball cinnamon whiskey, two third cups half and half, a half a cup of sugar, a half a teaspoon ground cinnamon, a pinch of salt. Okay. Well, this depends on the size of your fingers. Uh, one loaf or of, th- of three-fourths inch thick slices of bread, uh, one tablespoon unsalted... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking videos. I saw, and I saw my media off, too. <laughs> one tablespoon of unsalted butter, plus more for serving, and maple syrup, or apple butter for serving. That is the ingredients for your Fireball French Toast. Hmm. And if you have kids and you want to make this on, you know, Christmas morning. They'll go back to bed real early. (laughs) (laughs) No, do not give your kids alcoholic French toast. We're just joking. Yoking? Yoking. (laughs) Well, you did say eggs. (laughs) (laughs) You're an asshole. I'm an asshole. Leo, Leo. You know, there's something else I want to bring up too real fast. Because I've been dealing with this. I dealt with this the other day. Cyberbullying. I had a feeling that was going to come up. Yep. Cyberbullying bad. Cyberbullying is, believe it or not, a federal offense. Nice. Yeah, I did some little researching. Get a hold of Tommy Lee Jones. We need the U.S. Marshals. Uh, possibly. If this keeps going on and this person keeps fucking doing it to me, I'm going to probably do it. Um, I, 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 don't have blame a, you. I have a person that keeps messaging me or posting on his wonderful Facebook fucking rants and calls me a fucking bigot. Oh, yeah, he called me a bigot, too. What was funny is what he called me a bigot about, if he actually knew anything about me, he'd realize how much of a fucking idiot he is. And if you actually look, a bigot is not a racist term in no. the definition. That's what the funny part is. Bigot is just somebody who's intolerant of people different from themselves, period. Uh, they're intolerant of but people. But hold on, it, it gets even better. Yep. Because he's not just going after me, he's going after other people too. Yeah, yeah. He's going after you, he's going after me. He's going after a few other people that, that you know that we're friends with and shit like that. Hold on one second. And no, we're not going to tell you who it is because we don't need anybody doing anything. That's not the point of this. 
We're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna say this. His name is Inky. That's all yeah. we're using. He'll be referred to as Inky, and that's it. Inky Pinky. Stinky Pinky Inky. But so he keeps bullying winky. people on Stinky fucking... Winky Inky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was bad of me. But anyways, but... he keeps doing this, and if it keeps getting out of hand, like it keeps going and stuff like that. It's going to get to the point where, yes, I am going to file charges against this man and have him arrested on fucking cyberbullying. Dude, let me know when that happens, because I want to be there with the video. Me too. The U.S. Marshal show up and fucking grab him and fucking... A, I'm going to do the slow clap as they walk by. At a, at a, at a, at a, at a special board meeting one day. <laughs> we know where he'll be and when. <laughs> but, yes... Um, and you know what? I might just share this fucking podcast with this fucking scumbag just to fucking let him know that, you know, what you're doing is cyberbullying and we're not going to fucking tolerate your bullshit. Exactly. See, I, I've gotten to the point. I look at it and I said, you know. I wasn't going to say anything, but you know what? It just, it fucking hurts me. See, I, I chose not to uh, give but, any attention to it. But I, but I did one, I did one step better. I was nice and I sent my Christmas card. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> you have learned well, young Padawan. <laughs> the funny part was, is when I sent the Christmas card, I also made sure that we also put the fucking um, anger management class uh, schedules in there for him. He needs it, that's for damn sure. Um, oh, speaking of our LGBTQ stuff, now, here's where I'm such a fucking bigot. I freaking love this story. Uh, Dwayne Wade, former Miami Heat player, um is candidly revealing how he's changed as a parent and a person to better support his child uh, as they grow up. He says, I watched my son from day one become into who she now eventually come into. So what the? Huh? It's a, never mind. If I say that, I'm racist. It, yeah, the, the, the grammar's off, which bothers me does personally. Live, does he live on the fucking west side of Syracuse? No. Uh, Maybe he should he, he's a pro ball player, former pro ball player. Um, so he's 30, he says, he has uh, his 12-year-old child. He says, for me, nothing changes in my love, nothing changes in my responsibilities. So all I had to do now is get smarter, educate myself more, and that's my job. Uh, he has two other, or one, two, like three or four kids all together. Um, and that's all it says. Oh, wait, there. Uh, first of all, you want to talk about strength and courage. My 12-year-old has way more than I have, he said. You can learn something from your kids. The NBA star added that his wife, Gabrielle Union, he and his wife, Gabrielle Union, talk about making sure our kids understand the power in their voice. We want them to be whoever they feel that they can be in this world. That's our goal. Understand you can be whoever and you can be whatever, he continued, adding and adding that that comes with helping them navigate not only sexuality, but growing up as a young black man. Uh, in addition to having open conversations, Wade said it was also critical to look inside yourself and examine your possible reactions or prejudices. Me and my wife are having conversations about, you know, us noticing that, you know, Zion wasn't on the boy vibe that Zaire was on, and I had to look myself in the mirror and say, what if your son comes home and tells you he's gay? What are you going to do? How are you going to be? How are you going to act? It ain't about him. He knows who he is. It's about you. Who are you? Uh, he also addressed uh, his response to the wave of backlash that his family received after a family photo showed Zion dressed up 
in a crop top with long painted nails as they celebrated Thanksgiving. I've seen some post-Thanksgiving hate on social about my family photo. Stupidity is a part of this world we live in, so I get it. But here's the thing. I've been chosen to lead my family, not y'all. So we will continue to be us and support each other with pride, love, and a smile. And let's see. Let's see if there's any more to the story here. Um, on Wednesday, he said that he feels a responsibility to speak up for a lot of people that don't have the same voice that he has. He says, I'm speaking for so many others in the LGBTQ plus community. All, these, all those people out there saying these things, look at yourself. Understand that you're the one that's got the issues. You're the one that's got the problem, he continued. It's not the kids. It's not the ones who decide, yeah, you're, you born. Sorry, I'm trying to work through the grammar. Yeah, you born a certain way. You got to be that way. That's not life, man. Wade went on to say that it's the people who don't understand others' uniqueness are the ones who are different, and that members of the LGBTQ plus community are normal. This is the new normal, so if anybody different, we're looked at as different. The ones that don't understand it, the ones that don't get it, they're the ones that get stuck in the box. You know, they're different. Not the people out here living their lives. Uh, he doesn't care what his children want to do in life, he just wants to be there to support them along the way. You want your kids to be free and living their lives, and I don't care what you do or what you want to do from this standpoint. If you want to play a sport, then play a sport. You don't have to be like me. Play your sport and be yourself, he said. I got to say, I, I give this man props for standing I, up for I his give kid. Him, I, give him, I give him props, but one little question I do have. How old are his kids right now? Uh, this one is 13. Okay, so that one does maybe knows a little bit. Um, the thing that like bothers me with... And I'm not putting it down at all, so hopefully no one thinks, any of our listeners don't think that I'm putting it down, because I'm not. A lot of parents are worrying about this when their kids are just born. Um, and it's nothing to worry about when your kids are just born. Let your, you know, enjoy the kids, your kids' lives until they become teenagers. Um, I've been seeing stories about it with... You know, well, we don't know what we're going to name our kid because we don't know if, uh, you know, our son or daughter that's, you know, just bored is maybe wants to be a, a you know, a male or female, you know, and here, here's like the that. And, and, and that's where I, that's, that's where I have a problem with it, okay, is when they're first born. Enjoy the life that you're given right then and there, and until they're at the age where, you know, they want to make that decision when they're a teenager, mm -hmm. okay? Worry about it then. See, I look at it this way, and as I've done, God knows, I have done more fucking research on this whole thing, um, and, and I'm going to actually share a story that... Hey, I'm watching the game. <laughs> I'm going to share a story because uh, I, I want people to understand why I have my feelings about this. Um... The God, 17, almost 17 years ago, um, I was introduced to the woman who became my wife, second wife, but hey, we're still good. Um, I don't know that. And the person that introduced us was a drag queen who was a mutual friend, and I am grateful for that person introducing us. About three years into our relationship, this same person knocked on our door. 
absolutely like devastated just was you know and because of who we are we're like come on in sit down we put coffee on you know we both happen to be home so we like, put coffee on sat down in the kitchen of the apartment and what the fuck's going on and at this time he said to us you know my parents have disowned me my family won't talk to me we're like what the hell's going on and he says well I'm transgendered, and I, I I need to start becoming the woman that I am inside. And I said, okay, fair enough, because I don't know who else to talk to. But me, with my healthcare background, apparently I know shit. Uh, I didn't know shit, and I admit that. I, however, spent a, probably a good year of all my downtime doing nothing but reading on the subject, reading research. God, I've read more fucking research. I got really good, I'm really good at reading research papers, <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, so... In that, you know, in that time span, I, I created a knowledge base of my own for what goes on with it, what it, what it involves, what the treatment is, everything like that. And this person became the woman she is today, uh, has since moved out west, um, which, you know, we, we still run it, we still ch catch up on social media now and then. And the interesting part was... As she went along, she met more met other people in a similar situation, and I can't tell you how many people I know that are trans just because I have an idea of what they need to do, who they need to talk to, things like that. And the and, but that's the thing. I'm not saying anything. Bad uh, about no, it. no, I, I know. And the thing is, though, I mean, the more research I did, and there's there's a there's a point to this that I'm coming to. The more research I did, the more I learned about it. The more I read the science of it, is essentially true transgenderism. There is a physical difference. There, there, well, here's it. Back up for a second. Brain chemistry and brain structure. There is a physical and chemical difference between a male brain and a female brain. Well, yeah, there is. And they have shown without a single doubt that people who are truly transgendered um, or... I guess some people like to say they suffer from gender dysphoria. They have the brain structure and chemistry of the gender that they are transitioning to. And Bills and Pats are tied. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just watching a replay of one of the game, one of the plays. But the and this is where I can't knock some of these kids that are three, four, five years old that just say they don't feel it. because you think about it. When you look at where they where kids are at that point in their life, they're just starting to really discover the difference in genders at that point. You know, it's it's not they're starting to understand how their bodies work. They're getting through potty training and understand the difference in physical, you know, the physical body. And I so I can't not I'm not saying that at that age you need to put them on hormones or shit like no. That comes when they're a teenager, if that's what they're... Well, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm, saying, I'm just trying but, to say, join, join, join the life that they have at a younger age. Well, here's the thing, though. If you're a five-year-old, you have a five-year-old boy that says, Mommy, Daddy, I think I'm, I should be a girl. Okay, if you want to wear girls' clothes and, you know, paint your nails, I have no issue with that. Let them express themselves. You know what? When they get to be a teenager, maybe they'll say, Okay, it was, it was fun. I, now I, I'm ready. To, you know, I just want to be somebody different and that's fine you know maybe they just want to be somebody that you know gender bends everything all to hell and i mean there's nothing wrong with that either but i you know my personal approach is that 
it's one of those things that you're always going to have people saying everything, you know, things are wrong, things are whatever you want to call it. But like I said to everything else, if this individual is not part of your three F's, it's none of your damn business. And just for those who don't remember, the three F's are feeding, financing, and fucking. So. <laughs> well, and, and I wasn't saying that. I was just saying, you know, I mean, enjoy the life that you have with them, you know. I mean, and worry about things, you know, as they get older, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't yeah. worry about it now. I mean, if, and, if my oldest came to us tomorrow and said, you know, you guys, I really am gay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I apologize. I'm not laughing at the whole gay thing. I'm laughing because... You know, sometimes we have to bust his balls a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's true. Um, but just trust me, I do it all the time, Joel. Well, and here, let me let me throw one other thing out there. Um, there is uh, somebody I'm friends with who is like a niece to me, the same a similar age to my son, and is like a niece to me. We still talk on a regular basis, and she went through that as a child, and is one of the people who. Um, her parents actually were introduced to us and we, I got them pointed in the right direction. And even going up through elementary, didn't get into like the medical side of it until she became a teenager, until the hormones started, but was as a child expressing herself through how she dressed, how she had her hair, you know, all the outer expression was female. And I think that, you know, she's a, I'll tell you. I pity the fool that messes with her today because she is a strong ass woman who will kick anybody's ass that gives her shit. So, and, no, and I mean, I'm proud I, of. Her. I had I had a best friend um, back in high school, actually through, through actually all through school, um, and it wasn't until high school she comes up to me and she goes, she pulls me to the side and she goes, "Hey, Bill, I, I gotta talk to you real fast. I don't know how you're gonna feel about this." And uh, but she knew that you know back then you know when I was going to school that I was. I was very highly involved in the church. What? <laughs> I just saw my name change on Messenger in the group. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Sorry, go ahead. Anyways, you know, she goes, I got to talk to you real fast. And, and, of course, you know, back then I was very involved in the Roman Catholic Church. Um, and that's because my parents were Roman Catholic and, you know, everybody in my family was Roman Catholic. So, you know, yes, I grew up being a Roman Catholic. Of course, now I'm a Christian. Um, and her exact words to me were, go, I got to tell you something. I said, okay, well, what's that? I mean, what could you tell me that I don't already know about you, you know, and stuff. She goes, I got to tell you, I'm a lesbian. My first exact words when she told me that, I was like, yes! <laughs> she goes, what the fuck was that for? I'm like, now I could take you to the fucking mall and we can look at fucking chicks together. <laughs> Your wingman is a wing woman. <laughs> My wingman now was a wing woman, so I loved it. You know, but I mean, her and I had that relationship. Like we, I felt like we both felt like that. You know, is you know, like we felt like we were brothers and you know, brother and sister. I mean, we were just that close of friends. You know, and but now the funny thing is, is I talked to her uh, a few years ago, and come to find out. Uh, Actually, quite a few years ago, actually, just because my father passed away, actually, when she found out my dad died, I found out that uh, she is now, believe it or not, she's completely changed now. She's like 25, 26 years old. Yeah. And now she's dating guys. <laughs> yes, I did. Sweet. Sorry. So, I know y'all couldn't see it. I just kind of so, dropped the cake up in the box. So, um, 
I mean, and I was like, wait a minute here, though. I mean, I always known you as you know, being a lesbian. I'm like, now you're now you're dating dude. She goes, yeah. I'm like, she was going to be married. I'm like, which honestly, which which I thought was kind of funny because like, she was all about women and. You know, I mean, shit, we even had a game. We used to call boobs, like, you know, come up with different names for boobs, you know, and shit. So, I mean, but that was, you know, we, we were younger and shit back then. I mean, shit, I don't think we do that now. Oh, shit, hey, the game started back up. There's already a flag on the play. Um, here's the thing. And, and this is, again, from all that research I did over the years, because a lot of what the research that was done involved human sexuality in general. And... The interesting thing is, believe it or not, heterosexuality and homosexuality are opposite ends of a spectrum. Most people, without any societal, you know, societal um, nudges, for lack of a better term, would technically fall into the bisexual or pansexual realm, uh, where they don't really have, where there is no preference. And it, it's just one of those things that's very interesting. Now, we don't see it so much here in the States because we're a bunch of fucking prudes. But you look elsewhere in the world where sex is not such a taboo thing, where it's very open and discussed. And, you know, it's not like, I mean, not, not sex in public, but, you know, it's one of those things where they, they don't have issues discussing it. And you see a lot more, you know, bisexuality, pansexuality, any of that. And it, it's... You know, it's interesting to see that difference because people just, they, they, they like people for who they are. Fucking elephant. <laughs> I was ignoring that. But, um, you know, so it, it's one of those things that ties in. It's, it's you know, not necessarily have to be one or the other, but SU's beating North Florida. <laughs> and right now, the start of the third quarter has uh, begun in uh, the Bills in the New England game, and it's tied up 10. 10. Yep. I'm watching the game, sorry. <laughs> the only way you can watch the game is if you have NFL Network. Or I just, if you have the NFL app on your phone. I actually just have so the uh, here, scores pinned on Google. So, so I'm sitting here watching the game while uh, doing the podcast. Um, let's see. I'm not ignoring anybody. I'm just watching the game, too. And that was an incomplete pass. Anyway, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually rooting for the Bills today because I can't stand New England. I, um, hang on one second, sorry. I keep getting, I know it's, everybody knows I do this damn podcast and they always want to text me in the middle of recording it, but, uh. <laughs> did, you, did you see your new name? Yes, I saw my new name. I am happy being the weird uncle. I'm okay with that. Yes, I changed your name. On uncle Buck. I changed your name on the group message called Uncle Buck. Yes. I'm Uncle Buck. I like to fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad. I'll be okay now. Kill Bill moment. <laughs> um, I am still thinking about actually starting that fucking uh, new doll that you told me told me about. Instead of Alpha on the Shelf, it'll be Bill on a Cell. Yes. You know, I, told, I, I earlier we were discussing, and I told Bill that he just need to wear that red jumpsuit and sit on a window. And, you know, screw Elf on a shelf. He'll just have Bill on a cell. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Like Vader and a Tater. <laughs> like Scooby on boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby on boobies. Yeah, who got a Scooby and a booby here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, where, where is it? I, love boobs. <laughs> uh, I saw that one pass through on Facebook one day, and I was dying. <laughs> um, 
Oh, Lordy. what This has been a very interesting podcast. You know, here's the funny part. Is we don't, well, I think most of you figured out, we don't really plan out where we're going. We usually have a couple ideas of things we want to talk about during the show, and then it just kind of goes from there. And today is really just gone places. I mean, yeah. it truly has. Um, well, I another subject that we can fucking discuss and talk about and fucking probably ridicule some people. Okay, well, we are at the one-hour mark, so we'll keep it fairly, you yeah, know. We'll, we'll, we'll try to keep it a little short. But, yeah. <laughs> it probably won't go short. But um, as everyone everyone knows, uh, I'm sure they've watched the uh, House uh, vote on the impeachment for Donald J. Trump. Um, it was, you know, voted on that uh, he would be impeached through the House. Um thing I gotta say is, just because the House voted on it, and I want people out there to know that uh, he's not impeached as well of, as of yet. He is from the House. Well, he's technically impeached. The only thing the Senate does is determine whether or not he's going to be removed. Yes, they still um, have they still have to vote on the whole thing. Just like Bill Clinton, um, um, when and, Bill Clinton was Bill Clinton was impeached but never removed. Exactly. So. It, it still has to go through the Senate. The Senate. Um, I can tell you right now, he's not getting impeached. Well, he is impeached. He's not getting removed. Well, he's not going to get removed. Um, no, it, it's semantics, yes, but it's the the actual. It, it, and, and, and this is and this is really what it's come down to. Um, and I've had this discussion actually with a few people at, at my work, which is which is kind of funny because um, some of the people at my work they're uh, we're kind of split. Um, they're Democrats and Republicans. Uh, it's like half and half. Um, and even the Democrats that I work with have sat there and said that, you know, they actually got common sense. You know, they said, they're like, this literally government that is like running us right now has become a shit show monkey fucking a football. Exactly, because it's literally the Democrats versus the Republicans. And it gets old. This, you know, it, it's getting old. Because it's not just happening. And, the, and that's the funny thing. It's not just happening at the, the federal, federal level. It, no, it's it, all it, the way down. It's all the way down to all the way down to local government. Exactly. It happens in our fucking village every fucking day. And, uh, you know, it, people, wake up. Wake the fuck up. I mean, here, here's the, my challenge is... If there is good third-party candidates out there, vote for them. Don't ever think your vote doesn't count, because it truly does. It does. And even in the presidential side, if... Um, <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on here in Messenger. Um, the... We need to get away from Republican and Democrat only. We really do, because that's the only way we're going to truly see any change in this country. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not talking about your Republican running endorsed by the Green Party or any of that bullshit. I'm talking about legit third-party-only candidates, and like Johnson Weld in the last presidential election. Would we have these issues if Gary Johnson was the president right now? I highly doubt it. I think this country would be – I mean, don't get me wrong. This country's in damn good shape right now. Despite the fact that a bunch of people are not running the government, they're more focused on this whole impeachment bullshit. The And I, I'm not going to call it a witch hunt or any of that because, let's face it, he's Donald Trump. He's done some shit that's probably not entirely correct. I get that. I'm not faulting the guy right now. I'm not here to knock him. I'm not here to support him. I'm here just to talk about the facts. The facts are unemployment in this country is the lowest it's ever been. 
African-American unemployment is the fucking lowest it's ever been. Well, and that's the reason why he put that law in effect now that, you know, he changed the law now to where if Mm -hmm. you want food stamps... If you are considered an able-bodied, able-to-work person, you have to work a minimum of 20 hours a week to get your food stamps. And I'd say, thank fucking God. It's about goddamn time. And, 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 that's, and that's the funny thing, because now fucking Andrew, Governor Andrew Cuomo is sitting there going, well, this is going to hurt fucking New York State. No, Dude, you've already not, got this state $6 billion in the hole. Exactly. So you're not gonna. it's not going to hurt us. It's going to fucking make a fucking state fucking better, you dumb twit. I tell you, honestly, you know, I would say I, I have no desire to ever run for public office. Although, honestly, if I had a chance to run for governor and boot his ass out, I would love to do that. No lie. <laughs> I would too, trust me. We'd be recording this in Albany every week. <laughs> no, I would just I would just authorize myself for lights and sirens so I could haul ass back on the thruway for free to come and do the uh, show. Why? You could just have me picked up and fucking fly me out there in, the, in your helicopter. <laughs> yeah, the troopers knocking at your door. <laughs> Bill, we're here to pick you up. <laughs> I'll be right out. That'll be like, that'll be like, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> well, can one of those troopers actually have the name Scotty? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, because I'll make sure it's a gay trooper named Scotty, so you can really beam me up. <laughs> well, you're an literally, asshole. literally, literally. You're fucking an, asshole. Yep, you're, there you you're, go. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my lordy! But yes, I mean, yes, Donald Trump's done some fucked up things. But like I said, overall, like I said I'm not. I'm not here sitting here saying you know vote for him in 2020. You know, no, it's, this it's, is your choice. What you yeah, it's not about that. I just like I said, honestly, in my opinion, there's only two. There's two things we need to do to truly improve where this country is going. Number one, vote third party, and vote it often. Number two is term limits for every fucking buddy. I don't care from the president. I mean, the president's already got him, but federal offices all the way the fuck down. The only, thing, the only thing that I will say, and I, I'll, I'll say this because my father used to say this for many years. It doesn't matter if, you know, with being a president, you know, you, you have a four-year term. Mm-hmm. Okay. You cannot do a lot of shit in four years. No, but that's why they have a two-term limit. And and my father's always said, let them have their two fucking terms. Yep. Okay. And I'm not saying this because I support Donald Trump. Okay. Because trust me, if somebody came in and said they were better than Donald Trump right now and wasn't going to bash Donald Trump, I'll vote for him. But I still think that they should have their full eight years all together so they can actually show what it is they can do for this community. You know, for for their country, not community, country. I mean. Yes, Donald Trump is actually, if you look at the stock market, stock market's been up. Unemployment rates have gone down, okay? Yes, there's jobs out there that have been having hard times hiring people. But because nobody wants to work. Here's, here's the, the thing. thing. Here's, here's the other thing. I think, really, if the president wants to push this country back to being awesome again, I'm not going to say the phrase... But if he wants to push the, the country back to being awesome, he needs to push people into you know to going back to the trade schools, to getting back into the trades. Be a welder, be a fucking you know, be a carpenter, be an electrician, be a fucking truck driver. I mean, seriously, this is these are the the places where we are desperate for people, and this is going to be where certain groups are going to push to get you know immigration. 
because, of, oh, we have a shortage of welders, but there's a bunch of welders coming up from Mexico that we can bring in and hire. You know, I mean, this is the shit we've got to pay attention to. Well, okay, well, there's a problem with that now. And I've got nothing against with immigration. I don't. The problem is, is you're hiring someone that came in from Mexico, you can start them at a lower rate. That's where, but, that's where and that's, the kit comes in. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Because though. then, not, not just that, but now this company's getting a tax break because they hired a bunch of immigrants and the people like us Americans that need jobs or need to get jobs but the can't problem get that is, job because it's going to an immigrant person. Right. But the, the other problem with that is, is the people who, there's nobody to fill that job here. You know, well, like, I've got a good friend of mine who who is a professional master welder. And he lives down south. And I think he is constantly working. The man puts in more fucking hours in a week because there's nobody to do the work. I mean, I've actually half thought about going back to school for welding, except honestly, I don't know that my physically I could handle it. Like, you know, the actual the heavy duty stuff. Just too many years on a damn ambulance. But you know, I, I beat the hell out of my body. I acknowledge that, I accept it, it is what it is. But <laughs> but here's the thing. We don't have the people to fill those jobs. You take them out back and deck more than the halls. (laughs) This episode brought to you by Dropkick Murphy's. (laughs) The season's upon us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, as it is, I'm actually actually working on creating my own business now, doing all that stuff. Because why not? You know, we're not not all like welding, but... Actually, hang on. Let me back up. I totally went like I knew where I was going in my brain, but anybody listening is going to go, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Um, I'm actually in the process of creating a business to do, you know, media and you know, marketing and graphic design, web design, you know, voiceovers, video work. I mean, it's it's all there. It's just you need the people that are willing to do it and the people that do it well. I've seen some of these. I, there's a sign company locally that swears they've been down. They can do you know, great designs and everything. Honestly, I've seen five-year-olds that can do better with fucking Photoshop. Pardon me. I had to punctuate that one. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I even looked at doing the same thing and start my own business. Um Problem is with starting your own business here in New York State it sucks because of the fucking taxes. That's why I said I, you, you, you got to start a business that can uh, find ways to scoot around taxes because services, you, you know, services are. Well, here's the weird thing: you go to get your haircut, there's no sales tax. You go to get your dog's haircut, there's sales tax. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, I mean, really. But you go to um, get your pussy cut, sales tax. <laughs> yes. You go to the store and buy hamburger. No sales tax. You go to McDonald's and buy hamburger, there's fucking sales tax. Yeah, but, that's where it's all fucked up. Like, I mean, it's weird like that. I mean, you go to the grocery store and you buy you buy hamburger that's cold, fresh cut hamburger. There's no sales tax because it's food. Then you go over to, say, let's, we'll, we'll say you're at Wegmans, okay? Yep. Right? They have that buffet section over there. Yep. You get a couple of hamburgers from there, or Chinese food, or whatever the fuck it is, because and it's already sales, made. There's, there's sales. a fucking sales tax, yep. and that's where they keep fucking you because I, like I said, this it's still food. It's, there should be no sales tax, the, but because uh, it's already prepped food, it's a sales tax. Now here, here's the other interesting thing is that the nice thing about Anchor.fm, semi plug there, uh, <laughs> is that if one of us decides to say fuck it and move out of the state, we can still do this remotely. <laughs> it offers the tools for that. Um, 
But anyway, that was a, you know, was a joke. But you know, well, trust me, I'm not I've, getting. I, my wife and I have talked about it. The problem is it's holding us back right now is the kids. See, I don't have that problem. What's holding me back is the dogs, and not even my dogs. We got talking about it because we, we, the wife and I were bouncing it around the other day, and I said we were both like we can't because there's too many. Like me specifically, the dogs I groom. They can't go anywhere else. If if I leave, there's nobody left to groom them. You know, it's kind of sad. But um, well, actually, that's the thing. I mean, because like you know, my wife, she's got family that lives out in Georgia, which I'm working on that one too. Because Florida Georgia line. No. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, they kind of are on the Florida Georgia line. Actually. Yeah, it, it was a joke, but uh, like you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, they've been asked us. They've asked us. Several times, well, you guys need to move out here. We can get Bill a job, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I've talked to them about getting jobs out there, and I'll tell you right now, I've thought about it. I mean, honestly, if you have the opportunity, I say go, man. It's you know, the weather's the better. Is, is, like I said, we got kids right now that are going to school, and the school that we're they're, they go to is a good school. Oh, it is. Now, if they if they could have a comparable schooling down there, then I, I'd say really that's a wash, and you just run for it. You know, maybe maybe wait till the oldest is done with high school in a couple of years. But beyond that, dude, you, you gotta you gotta do for you because you look at it this way: if you can live in a place that's better for you guys, it's gonna be better for the kids, and you can provide for them better. That's better for everybody, man. You know, it, it, you gotta look at the whole. That's what I've said: is that honestly, the the only reason we're here, we haven't left, is our our clients at the shop. I mean. It's. I know that people are gonna say, "Well, that's just fucking stupid." But you know, I, I put more stock in dogs most say than I, the most days that I do people, and I think that's why we. That's really the reason why we haven't left. Ooh, no score. Buffalo sixteen, New England thirteen, and touchdown Buffalo. <laughs> I <laughs> seventeen thirteen. <laughs> I'll yep. tell you if the if the Bills beat the Pats now. Obviously, when you're listening to this, you'll already know who won. But if the Bills beat the Pats, I I'm gonna be doing the happy dance all the way to Monday. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I'm giving him credit. Ooh, fucking Allen took a fucking hard hit too. Ouch. And still got that ball off. <laughs> got the ball off just before he took the hit. That was awesome. Which technically that should be a fucking flag on fucking New England. But that's just my opinion. Well. Yeah, New England doesn't get flags. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't wait till the day they're barred from the NFL for like three years for their, their shenanigans. But anyway, you know what? I think we're going to wrap this up here because I know the wife wants to go grab dinner at some point. And we got that event to go to this evening. So we will uh, I think we'll, we'll call it here. And don't forget, guys, uh, Christmas Eve, which is... Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Uh, we'll be dropping our Christmas episode, so uh, keep your ears out for that. I definitely don't suggest listening to that when the kids are still. Yeah, up. that one might be a little more adult oriented. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want to be listening to that when the kids are up. <laughs> if you have kids, do not listen to it when the kids are up. We're just gonna have fun with that. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and that's our Christmas gift to our listeners is just a real fun episode. It's just a to take the stress of Christmas shopping off your minds. Exactly. <laughs> the 12 pain in the asses at Christmas. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> that just gave me a whole new direction to go with it now. 
Oh, Jesus. Anyway, especially this time of year, please remember you all are just amazing people. You may not think so right now, but sometimes Unless you just got to. Well, even Inky's got the potential to be an awesome person. He can't get out of his own way and do it, though. That's the problem. He is a prime example. Inky and Stinky. You know what Stinky is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Here's the thing. If you look at your life long and hard and realize what changes you need to make, you know, sometimes you you really got to step back and take a look at things with, with no prejudice, with no preconceptions, and realize what you need to change and have the courage and the the wherewithal to actually make those changes, you will find you have an amazing life and can do anything you put your mind to. So please do that because we believe in you and we know you can do it. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to say Merry Christmas just because. Um, I hope you had a wonderful Yule. And uh, if you are Jewish, Happy Hanukkah, because I think that's right around now. Happy Ramadan if you're Muslim. Uh, If you celebrate Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa. And I think I caught all the, the, the December uh, celebrations. I think you might have, but I don't really know. I have to look up. I, that's up. most of them. So <laughs> if I didn't catch your celebration, my sincerest apology, I hope it's awesome. <laughs> you know, exactly, because, uh, you know, everybody has a different thing that they celebrate in the month of December. Um, and now in my house, we celebrate Christmas. But uh, if you celebrate any one of those, you know, happy holidays. No, I'm just going to say it. Happy holidays yep. to you all. And uh, I know everybody celebrates New Year, so I hope everybody has a very happy New Year. Since Unless you're Chinese. Unless you're Chinese. They celebrate Chinese New Year. No, I'm messing with you. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this because since this is our regular regular episode before the uh, New Year, I think, isn't it? No, we got one more episode before New Year's. Oh, hey, we should make that the New Year episode. Yeah, and then we'll probably have to do a special New Year's episode too. Christ, I hate this time of year. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, but uh, go yes, for it. You know, everybody have a very happy, uh, you know, happy holidays. Um, since this will be our last one, our last regular episode before the Christmas Christmas, Christmas season. Happy, happy, happy New Year! And uh, you know, we will definitely uh, you'll hear from us on uh, Christmas Eve with our special episode. Like I said. Uh, don't let the kids be around while you're listening to it because it's yep. probably going to be a little graphic sometimes. And uh, we will catch you guys next Sunday and uh, one more episode in before the new year and we'll run from there. Exactly. I will be also working on a special episode for New Year's Eve. There we go. So everybody have a great one. We will catch you all next week. Um, I was going to say something and totally got derailed on my train of thought. And if you're a weed smoker, blaze one for us. Yes. We'll blaze one for you. Well, I will anyway. (laughs) I get randomly drug tested. Everybody have a great one. We will catch you all next time. Have fun, guys.